everybody, welcome back to another exciting episode of Drunkard's Walk. That's right, the podcast that goes in both ears. I am your host, Jethro Nolan, and with me as always to uh, traipse through Wikipedia is my delightful co-host, Mr. Matthew Hartman. Oh, hey there, Jethro. How's it going, man? I'm doing okay. You sound a little blue, though, or a little tired, maybe. What's going on, Matt? Uh, I mean... It's been a rough uh, couple of weeks, actually, because um, you know we we had to take last week off because I I was in the middle of um, some pretty pretty extensive testing on robotics by the by the military. Really? Yeah. What kind of robotics testing was the military having you do? Well, we we were coming up with these uh, these robots that could be like kind of war machines. They had. Um, you know, kind of replace soldiers. They had a, a like a laser on their shoulder that they could fire things at. And we unfortunately had some uh, some weather came through and a, a lightning storm. And you're not going to believe this, Jethro, but one of them came to life. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It actually like kind of um, had its own personality. Uh, it it sort of took off on its own. And we had to track it down. It, it was a it was a difficult thing. We um, we found it on this kind of like um, this house. There were a lot of cats and animals and things like that. But anyway, um, we we we're, we're good. I, I've quit my job at the at the robotics company, and I'm I'm going off to just uh, to live on the land with the robot and um, and the nice girl that uh, that found it. Well, uh, I'm sure robots love nothing more than living off the land. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's true. I'm, I'm guessing. Sure. I'm guessing that it, the fact that it was a robot that somehow came to life that it had a very robotic and stiff personality. No, no, no. It was. It was a real like. Um, uh, how how would you describe him? He he carefree. He was real carefree. I mean, he was he was scared, uh, obviously, because he was alive. Um, but uh, but he he was like he was kind of a jokester. You know what I mean? Not. I say I, I talk like it's in the past tense. I mean, I'm living with him, so. It's uh, he's he's good. He's doing good. And he's he's replaced his laser with a um, a toolbox uh, on his shoulder there. But um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I, I hope he doesn't short circuit at some point in the future. No, I, I wouldn't imagine um, that he would uh, that he would short circuit. Uh, too. yeah. Uh, and also, I hope that any uh, any people involved in your adventure yeah. uh, were sort of ethnically. um <laughs> authentic mm-hmm. you know like yeah. that they they weren't pretending to be part no. of the culture that, that they're not from no. in a caricaturish way that they, no. they're genuinely actually from those cultures and of course not caricaturing them at all for cheap racial stereotype laughs no 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 yeah. that nothing like that would happen um around me that's that's for sure good deal yeah good deal yeah. well you know what that reminds me of so many things what, but yeah. uh for for the listener it's been a it's been, we took you know we took time off here because matt did, had yeah. his adventures and i've had mine sure. Um, but just to refresh your memories here, what we do is we go from one Wikipedia page to another, uh, and we don't know where we're going. We only know where we're starting and, and we've got to find the shortest, uh, most efficient route there and, and maybe learn a thing or two along the way. Oh, I hope so. I do hope so. And we know where we're starting here. We're starting, uh, with the, uh, destination given to us by Sue Salby, the Salish Sea Human Foot Discoveries, <laughs> Yes, which is a fascinating and gruesome page. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but we don't know where we're going. But fortunately, we're very lucky. Uh, we have a guest who can tell us exactly where we're going. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Miss Mystery Guest. 
Hello, uh, my name is Maddie Nolan. I uh, am on the show due to nepotism. Uh, currently, I'm a freshman at the University of Michigan, and I'm here to tell these guys what their topic's going to be. Fantastic. Uh, and by the time this comes out, she'll be a sophomore at the University of Michigan. Wow. If I finish this paper. Yeah, well, what are you doing wasting your time on your dad's podcast? That's, yeah, that's... I don't know. This is how I pay rent. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that that, that makes adorable. sense, at least. It's it's adorable that you pretend that you pay rent in any way, shape, or <laughs> No, the rent is you continue to permit me to live in this house if I'm on your podcast. Here we go. That's that's the high toll that I exact. That's that's why Christy has to be on every season. That's right. That's right. That's the only way. Good deal. That's the only way that Good works. deal. So how, how was the first year at the University of Michigan? Was it did it live up to your expectations? It was great. Uh met a lot of great people, took a lot of interesting classes, uh very much enjoying it. Exciting, excited to go back for the second. Would really like this paper to not have to be written anymore, yeah, but sure. overall, so, solid, solid B plus. Well, what's what is this uh, this paper? I hope higher than a B plus, uh, <laughs> given the amount of tuition. No, she's saying it, the but, experience uh, is a solid B plus. I, again, I would hope higher than that. Mm, mm-hmm. It uh, is mostly because of the paper. It'll knock it up to a solid A minus when I'm done with this paper. Uh, excellent. Oh, excellent. What's this paper on that you're that you're writing? So this is a paper for my English class uh, on sex and sexuality in the Renaissance. Um, and so I am currently writing about sexual failure in the Renaissance and literature therein. Wow. Nice. For nine pages. That's, that's hardcore. Yep. (laughs) Sexual failure in the Renaissance, a topic with which we're all far too familiar. Oh, uh, uh, yes, uh, definitely. I assume. (laughs) Um, good deal. I'm not supposed to cite you, by the way. Uh, well, just, just. Just put Jethro and your professor. <laughs> yeah, they'll, your professor they'll know. I've, right, yeah. Believe me, the administration at the University of Michigan has sent me several uh, legal letters. Oh. They, they're, <laughs> they're well aware of my presence. There you go. Right. Um, so here we are uh, without a destination. What have you brought for us today as far as where we're going? I have brought to you a traditional Japanese art form. It's called Rakugo. Oh. R-A-K-U-G-O. Rakugo. Tell us about Rakugo. Yeah. So Rakugo is a traditional uh, form of Japanese comedy. Uh, when our professor introduced it to us, she was like, you guys do stand-up comedy, right? This is sit-down comedy. So it is the recitation of a humorous story from a kneeling position using only a cloth and a fan to tell the story. It has existed in Japan for hundreds of years and continues to the present day. Wow. That's a, that, that, are there that was any- a very succinct uh, description. Well done. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, my, my daughter is a bit of a, a fan of uh, Japanese culture and language and has uh, been mildly obsessed with it for the last several years. Okay. Uh, do you speak Japanese? I speak some Japanese. I would say I could carry on a solid 70% of a conversation. Oh. Well, why don't you g- give us a little Japanese. Just break it down for us. Self-introduction. There we go. Wow. Fantastic. <laughs> That's nice. Sounds very impressive. Yeah. And it's the first thing you learn. <laughs> there, there you go. There you go. Excellent. <laughs> so you learned about this in your Japanese classes? Yes. Um, before each unit, we kind of do a reading that sets us up with the themes and the grammar of the unit. And they like to use that reading to introduce us to a new aspect of Japanese culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so one of the units we did, we focused on Rakugo. And we got, we got to watch some performances, uh, learn a little bit about the history, and yeah, just kind of get a primer on it. Very cool. Wow. And have you seen like YouTube videos of this particular comedy style? Yes. Um, So Rakugo is 
interesting because it's mostly pieces that were written a very long time ago. You don't get a whole lot of modern Rakugo pieces. Um, and so you just get new takes on these classic stories. There's um, off the top of my head, the one we watched in class is called Shinigami, uh, God of Death. Um, and it's about a man who tries to scam uh, essentially the Grim Reaper uh, by becoming a doctor, but he can see the Grim Reaper. So he manages to save people's lives. Mm-hmm. It's It's a whole thing. But one that most Western audiences would probably be familiar with, just in a different format. Do you guys know the Ricky Tiki Tembo? No Sarembo? Yes. Yeah. Um, Big Berry Pembo, something like that? Yeah. Not like that, but that's from a Japanese Rakugo. Okay. Um, that oh. story, except it's uh, short, is Jugamu, and he has this whole long name. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. Very cool. Is that- Are there any yeah. okay. famous practitioners of Rakugo <laughs> that we might have heard of? Uh, I do not know any famous Rakugoka off the top of my head, but I think your best bet would be go through geography, go oh, get to no. Japan, try to no, figure something out no. through the culture of Japan. No, no way. Can't go I, I go through Wikipedia a different way. Have I told you about me and my friends? We do Wikipedia races. Yeah, Ooh. I think you, yes. you mentioned that last time you were on, I think. Yeah. It's much more efficient and we don't even have to drink. We don't have no. to drink either. <laughs> It's not, we're not being forced to. In fact, we've had several episodes where we haven't had any drinks yeah, at all. Take that. Yeah. Sober's walk? You, you'd know that if you'd listen to the podcast. Yeah. Um, I'm, too, I'm too busy having a B-plus time at the University of Michigan. Mm, yikes. Right, you should teach a guest lecture on Wikipedia. Really you know, we had we had a Japanese uh, suggestion last, last season, too. We did. Mm. Uh, Haikido? Ha- no, not Haikido. No, ha- Hachiko. Or Hachiko. Uh, Hachi- Hachiko. I'm not sure how you pronounce Hachiko. it. H-A-C-H-I-K-O. It was a little dog whose owner had passed. Yes, and, and they he... and he came to the station every day. Yeah. Yep. And there's yep. a yep. statue yep. of him. Yeah. Yes, I know Hachiko. Yeah. That's a great story. Yeah. Oh, so, good dog. Looks like we're headed back there then. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's just go back to that. Let's just uh, follow our path all the way back to that. That should, be, <laughs> that should only take us four and a half hours. Uh, well, this is great. This is this is a good one that um, I've never, I definitely never heard of. So I've learned something new already, Jethro. There you uh, go. Me too. Me too. Well, thank you, Maddie. We greatly appreciate yeah. it. And maybe when you're a, a junior at the University of Michigan, we can have you back for uh, even more obscure. You gave me once a year. Cultural <laughs> reference. There we All go. Right. There we go. Have right. fun. Thanks. Thanks. Take care. May the fourth be with you. Farewell. Well. We have our work cut out for us. How are we going to find a, a non, non-geographic route to this thing? I have no idea. But before we even start, a couple of things we need to do, Jethro, if you recall from uh, when we used to do this two weeks ago. Um, first of all, we have to guess, uh, make a prediction on how many uh, links it's going to take us to get there from the Salish Sea human foot discoveries to... Rakugo or Rakugo? Oh, Rakugo. Rakugo right? is what I heard. Rakugo. Okay. Um, so I'm going to write down a number, and I expect no. I'm going to I'm going to write down a, a a poem. Don't don't do it, Jethro. Write a number. You can't tell me what to do, old man. I can't tell you what to do. Oh, well, I can tell you what to do. You just don't have to do it. Mm-hmm. That's that's the way this works. All right. So I've written down my number, and I also happen to have a drink with you me know. tonight. Um, Maddie was commenting on how uh, on her races, they don't have to drink, but uh, and we don't have to either. Let's be clear. But I've chosen to because I'm I'm kind of on vacation this week, so I decided that uh, I would pour myself a Look little at drink. Look at you. Here. Yep. And uh, this is an old Forester 1920 Prohibition Ooh, style bourbon. Ooh, that means it's made in a bathtub yeah. and has a lot of 
bad ingredients in it probably maybe maybe yeah it's um it's one oh, it's like 150 f- no no it's 55 it must be 100 115 115 proof nice. that's what it is so it's up there. Uh, How I'm, about you? I do. In fact, I'm having a little bit of red wine uh, from the Bota Box oh. people. I believe this is their Red Vet, Red Volution, or maybe it's a Pinot Noir. I can't quite remember, but uh, it's a delightful okay. uh, little bevy to get me through the night. Also from 1920. Presumably, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. All right, man. Well, then uh, let's let's do this thing. Let's get let's get a walk in um, from these from these fantastic. so the Salish, the Salish Sea um, foot discoveries page, there's a lot of, uh, if you'll pardon the mild wordplay, salacious details on here with regard to some of the uh, things, the way these feet just kind of wash up on the shore. Although while scrolling down, I noticed that David Letterman is linked here. Apparently, Did on his you? late night talk show, David Letterman uh, questioned two Canadian audience members about the mystery. And David oh, Letterman, oh, I, I don't know if you that. know this, kind of known for being a funny fella. So that that gets he us to is. comedy and uh, could uh, potentially get us uh, I see. Uh, into the, the comedic arts. Yeah, it's certainly a possibility. You know, before we would travel off, though, I've got to point out this. I just read this sentence out of here. And it kind of blew my mind a little bit. It said, prior to the recent seeming rush of feet washing ashore, there have been earlier instances going back more than a century, such as a leg in a boot that was found on a Vancouver beach in 1887. Wow. The, it, isn't that, that weird? Is very weird? That's weird. That is Come on, that's very, weird, right? Okay. Right, it is very sure weird. weird. There's also uh, a section of the page called Level of Rarity. And I'll spare you some of the gorier details, mm. but it does contain this, this gem. Thank you. However, finding feet yeah. and not the rest of the bodies has been deemed unusual. Finding two, finding, finding two fair, feet has fair. been guessed at a million to one odds and thus been referred to as an anomaly by one police officer. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll I'll go along with that. I it definitely this is a this is a um uh, morbid page. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. There's I um, mean uh, there are a lot of links out of here, but many of them are to locations in the Salish Sea area mm-hmm. which are all in the you know the British Columbia yes. Seattle area. Uh Yeah. There's a there's a link to a Norwegian award-winning author. Is there? Which probably doesn't help us terribly and a link to the comedy drama Bones. Um, apparently they they did an episode that could get us into TV, which could get which, us into Star Trek, Star Wars, thought, Star Wars. Listen, I can't keep up with what your what the it's, latest fascination is. May the fourth be with you. It's like may the force be with you. Make, you've heard of it. Make it, it so. You have. All right. Uh, my my biggest relationship to the may the fourth be with you is that trolling post that shows like a picture of. Um, Patrick Stewart, and it's saying, uh, yeah, it's got like a quote from Harry Potter and Gandalf, and, and like, and mm-hmm. it's misattributed. Yep. It, it's yep. a, it's, it is a sublime piece of uh, internet trollery that uh, makes me smile every time I see it. <laughs> it is. Is it? It is. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Um, I'm looking down here at um, 
unidentified descendants. Uh, there's a whole thing down here. And then there's a whole list of murder victims. And there's a Tomb of the Unknown Soldier link here. So what I'm thinking is, I wonder if there's anything in this purple section down here that gets us into like a Japanese a Japanese, Japanese art form realm. I, I mean, I'm just saying like, you know. Like some unknown Japanese foot that washed yeah. up on an Okinawan beach somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's that's what I'm trying to say. Uh, if we could get to, um, yeah, probably not. I mean, it prob- probably well, not. Well, there's, the, there's the Norfolk um, headless body. There's the f- found oh. corpses of Hanover. Oh, my God. You're, right. you're the one all who right. drew my attention to this. I was fine to go with David Letterman, but you're like, all right, what about the Maury Travis yeah. victims? Uh, sure. Or the Orlean him? Parish Jane Doe? Yeah, I mean, you're probably right. I guess uh, going through a funny person is, is uh, if we can get into comedy for, in a broader sense and then get narrow again, right? Uh, maybe that's the... I mean, that, that's let's the not overlook the fact that there are some comedians who are also murderers and terrible people. So uh, they're... <laughs> I'm, not, they're, I'm not ignoring that. I mean, it's I myself, you know, took a little time off from improv to focus purely on the murder, but then went back to improv. I mean... When I'm on stage, I'm killing all the time. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, um, um, all right, let's let's do let's it. Let's go to David Letterman. Right, it is under, let's do it. We've been we've been there before. We been let's Letterman go there again. Before? Have we not? For Did Andy Kaufman or for, uh, um, uh, Bob Zmuda? There you go. Bob Zmuda. Right, well, I our old like. friend, he's no Pliny the Elder or Baphomet, but he'll he'll do it in a pinch. No, he he is he has the look of a Pliny. He does. The he really does. Days, though I'll tell you what, he that does. big white beard, that big. A big uh, Santa Claus beard. Indeed. All right. On. So here we are at the good old fashioned David Letterman. Yes, we are. Um, I see late night television. Uh, do we think that there was any <laughs> any of this on uh, any R- Rakugo? Uh, uh, probably not as a regular staple uh, no, of the late night. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. No, you're Ooh, right. Seth, right. Seth Myers is listed. Um, Maybe we should click on him. We How could we mean? could get to the one Wikipedia page that I mentioned on. I think. Uh, oh, I see. Oh gosh, that would be fun, but I don't feel like it's worth it at this point. But how else can I um, casually drop that I know Seth Myers? Uh, oh, you look just at that! Did. Mission mission accomplished. It's, it's been done. By the way, Seth, if you're listening, you want to be a guest on the podcast? We'd love to have. It. I mean, we'd we'd oh, yes, even please. take Josh. Yeah, quite um, frankly, sure, come on, sure we're not turning anybody down. I see observational comedy. Linked on here, I see satire, mm-hmm. deadpan, maybe deadpan. Uh, I don't know the deadpan. So I've actually seen, uh, I have a hazy memory of seeing a 60-minute segment about a famous Japanese yeah. Rakugo performer. Because, uh, yes, you do? Uh, it, it, and it's not like I'm a regular 60 Minutes watcher. I just happen to be uh, catching it online in the last couple of years, and and uh, this, one, this one popped up. Because okay. when Maddie started to tell me about this, because she's talked to me, she's a huge uh, fan of Japanese culture and tells me stuff all the time. Um, sure, but sure. I definitely remember seeing uh, something about it and it's not deadpan at all. It's very, because it's all oh. done, like it's literally all done from a seated position, not even seated, but like like kneeling, like you sit on your feet and your knees are on the Kneel, ground yeah. in that, yeah. in a way that yeah. me as an out of shape person just causes me pain to watch, let alone uh, a- attempting sure. to get into that uh, position. 
but because right. you're, you're restricted in your physical movement, the uh, the gestures of the hand and the and the expressions of the face play a play a much bigger role. Oh, okay. So it's almost the exact opposite of deadpan. I see. Okay. Okay. I I guess I was misinterpreting when I I took when she said stand up versus sit down comedy. I thought I was just thinking like very reserved well, for some reason. But right, I, there I there is a physical limitation I, I on the performer it. and how they do this. Uh, right. Right. Okay. Well, um, gosh, then, I mean, there's a lot of comedians named on here, uh, none of which I think are involved in this particular art form. Unfortunately, there's a lot of standups. I would um, think that if we could get into like forms of comedy, that that's probably mm-hmm. a more fruitful uh, path for us. How about the Simpsons? You feel like the Simpsons could have a connection um, to this in any way? I feel like they just have, they've done everything. Uh, so th- I, th- I think therein lies the problem is that it's going to be so expansive that, uh, mm-hmm. I will say this though. If you look at David mm-hmm. uh, Letterman's uh, Pliny the Elder slash Santa Claus-esque uh, visage on the right sure. hand side of the page, that um, mm-hmm. the the word genres is there. And if you hover it over it, yes. it is comedy may be divided into multiple genres. And I feel like comedy genres is definitely a way to go because oh. Rakugo is a, I mean, it's specific to Japan, but it is a comedic performance right. that might be available there. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That may, that may very well be it. Uh, I'm, I decided to go further down the page just to see what else is on here, which by the way, the Larry Sanders show is linked on this page, um, which isn't terribly surprising, but uh, was one of our destinations earlier in the season. So here we are circling back around again. Um, yeah. I Oh. What? How about, who is this? Oh, he's a winner of the, okay. He's a winner of the Indianapolis 500, uh, Takuma Sato. I, I was hoping he was a performer, but he's not. He's an Indian I mean, racer. isn't race car driving just a different type of theater? Uh, I suppose, but not comedic theater. Depends on the car. Hmm. I see. I see. <laughs> so you could paint it the right way and people will laugh. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess I'm down with that. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing, I mean, this is a long page. So I did, I did want to check and see if there were like kind of some other ways out of here that might make sense. There, there are some geographical things that could get us closer to Japan, but I, I know that we don't want to go through geography. So um, I think, I think you're probably right with this um, comedy genres with with this comedy genres uh, path and uh, the comedy awards. But, are but on again, here. I, uh, that's, that's I, like I, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to be so shocked if they aren't exclusively focused on American and or Western comedians. Yep. 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 Totally are. Totally. Totally are. Um, yeah. All right. I'm down with uh, I'm down with this. Let's do it. Comedy genres, man. So I click on genre and comedic wow. genre is where it takes me to or comedic. And genre it's got uh, descriptions of it. And then notable examples, which is just a list of names. And, oh, there are so many people here who do comedy and just scrolling through the yeah. names. I'm like, okay, I, I know a horrible thing he's done. I know a horrible thing he's done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, so what I will say is going down the page here, I don't see 
Oh, you don't. Yes, I do. You don't see what I found. What you found? You, I, I found the rock. Get out of here! It's listed on this page. <laughs> it is at the bottom in our purple box. Comedy is listed, and then it it breaks down into theater, country, Europe, and Asia. And under Asia, you go to Japan, and there's several different forms oh, yeah. uh, mentioned. Yeah, Rakugo they get the uh, the Kyojin, they get the Manzai, they got the Orai, they got the Rakugo, and the Surugako. Surugaku. That's yeah, incredible. That's right. That's, right. that's amazing. So Look at that. It is amazing. Rock, that this this is a three minute episode. Uh, it it is. You're going to have to bring her back to give us another topic because uh, we can't we can't yeah. end here. So I don't know. I, that's the only thing that we can do is she has to I come love back it. and give us I another another it. topic to get to. Oh my gosh, Maddie, you, you're never going to believe this. What happened? We got there so quick. We why? did. It, because we can, well, I mean, quite frankly, because we're good. We're that's, too good. That's why. Is, is what it comes down to. But, but it's it's too short of an episode. We skipped last week. We can't leave our audience with with a with a short episode. So we can't need, leave Dave right. Foreman unsatisfied. Yeah, we need short of an We got to look out for Dave. We, we really do. We, we really need do. a second so destination. Can you, can you give us another destination? That has nothing to do with uh, Japan or or uh, Rakugo that we can find our way towards. Well, luckily for you guys, I actually came into this episode with a different idea, oh. and then I saw that you guys were starting at the ocean, and I was like, "That's too easy," so I had to change. Uh, it. Yeah. Okay. Um. So my new suggestion is Crown of Thorns starfish. Crown of Thorns starfish. Ooh. Tell us about the Crown of Thorns starfish. Um, the crown of thorns starfish are one of the most efficient predators of selectarian corals, which are the kind of corals that build reefs. Mm -hmm. And the reason that I know about them is for some reason that is like the one specific detail that has stuck in my mind for my coral reefs class. It it was a mini course. (laughs) I learned about, uh, there, there's a lot of coral reefs. They're struggling crown of thorns starfish. Okay. Awesome. So crown of thorns, obviously named after the crown of thorns placed upon Christ's head. So that's presumably it looks somewhat like that. I think it's just because it's got a spiky head. I don't know if they were going for religion there. I'm I'm pretty sure that whoever <laughs> named it was referencing that. There's a very famous crown of thorns. Maybe they were Buddhist. <laughs> you don't know. This is the problem. You don't know. This is the problem of you being raised as an atheist is that you don't appreciate the importance. I know that Josh had the crown of thorns, but they the starfish flew ahead of first. Uh, did you say Joshua? Yes. Well, isn't Jesus like, of course, the anointed, so like oily Josh? Oily Josh, yes. Yeah. Uh, I read that All somewhere. Right. All right, there you go. Uh, that's and that's and that's how we treat religion in this house. Yeah. Well. All right. You guys are getting the inside scoop. Yeah. yeah we, indeed. We, we Every lost, Sunday we, lost three we go down to our breakfast table, we eat some eggs, and we spit on the Bible. Oh, good lord. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> All right, um, honey. There's there's the private uh, irreligious uh, irreverence, <laughs> and then there's the what we say in public. Um, so, what kind of coral did you say it was a predator of? Uh, reef building corals, I believe, uh, selectarian, C or skelter. I'm not sure how it's pronounced. It's like C S C L E C T A R I A N, something along those lines. And, and did you learn about this in a class? Yes. Um, so I took a mini course. Uh, so essentially just a short class that ran for half of the semesters, uh, on coral reefs and learned a little bit about uh, how coral reefs are built, uh, what's going on with them now, where are they, who lives in them, etc. It was a fun little course. Cool. cool. Don't take a lot of science, but when I do, it's random little earth science things. Nice. I like it. I like it. Yep. 
Awesome. Well, thank you very much for giving us a second suggestion. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. You guys get the two for one. All right. Thank you, Manny. Love That's it. Good. All right. Okay. So, oh, Crown so. of Thorns Starfish. Now, I will say- No, that no. Yeah, right. That's where we're headed, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we are lucky enough, Japan, famously, an island. Well, wait. Now, Jethro, I have to say, before we before we venture on here, we we just did a walk and we made a prediction. Shouldn't oh, that's we right. see which, which one of us got the closest on that? Because I think I've... that's going to be, that, that could be, that could be it. That could be our winner today. No, I, I think that's fair. That's that's those are the rules we set out to play by. Yeah. I, I feel like that's fair. So, uh, what, what do you got there? What do you got there? Uh, well, I did not think we were going to get there that quickly. So I gave us a six. Oh wow! You you felt even more uh, uh, faith in us than I did because I oh. guessed I guessed oh, eight. eight. Oh my goodness! I thought it was six. I was in real trouble when when we got half of it, but uh, looks like it worked out. No, yeah, it worked out very well for you. I I, right. I was like, oh, an obscure Japanese theatrical yeah. style? Yeah. And we're starting at some random foot beach? Okay, yep. this is going to be a while. So let that be a lesson to you folks. Uh, Wikipedia, you can get from one thing to another in, in way less time than you think. <laughs> so There you go. There you so go. Have, so have faith. So do you want to make a prediction on this one or you just want to just want to walk it just, just, just for funsies? I'm, 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 I'm fine either way. All right. I, I can do whatever you want. So you let well, me know how you want to roll and I'll roll that way. Let's just, let's just go without the, let's just go without the pressure on this one. Let's just, I love it. I love go. it. Let's see. Let's see, see how that affects us at all. So, so we're starting and, and you're right. I mean, Japan, J- J- Japan, uh, Japan is an Island. Um, that being said, we, we don't want to go, you know, too geographical on this, but you got to get into the ocean somehow, right? We, we do indeed. We do indeed. But there's a lot we have not yet learned about uh, Rakugo. Uh, we haven't really yeah, sure. we, we we haven't really uh, looked into it. We've got information about the lexical background. We've got a description mm-hmm. of the art form itself. We've got a little bit of it, its history. Yeah, I was uh, curious to see when it kind of came about. Um, and I see the predecessors of direct ancestor of around 1670. It looks like. Was the first uh, the first instance around 1670? So it was a golden age. So there you go. That's a long in, time ago. That's a in, that's a long time ago. In, indeed, indeed. And uh, God bless, it's still going on because I don't know that mm-hmm. there's, we're still going to be playing sit stand kneel 400 years from now. <laughs> I'm not going to be. That's for sure. That this is true. I mean, I'll if it's if it's sit stand lie, then I might be able to play. Sure. <laughs> yeah, but you're you're not going to be changing position much. I would I would guess. I will be relying on my scene partners to do yes. most of the heavy lifting, uh, and not just to get me on stage. And if they're um, going to yes and you, I mean, I feel like that's that's what they should do. I I do want to point out that stand up comedy is linked at the bottom here. Look at that. Uh, so I, th- I think that's great that that's in there. Um, I wish it was uh, uh like fish comedy of some kind or something because I what I'm not seeing on here is any kind of mention of any sort of seafood or any kind of uh, anything oh, relating to the ocean? Oh, 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 well, th- that's where you're wrong, my friend. Oh. If you go down to titles, Tid- uh, yeah, there okay. are titles of, I guess, uh, 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 a f- couple of, of the more famous pieces from this genre of Japanese comedy, but one of them sure. is uh, Meguro no, no Sanma. 
Oh, about yeah, a that. naive lord enjoys commoners' foods, uh, and it is subtitled "The Pacific Soury of Maguro." And the Pacific—I don't know if you know this—yeah, an ocean. It's true. And it's the soury is a fish that lives I in the that. ocean. Yeah, well, it's a seafood, uh, and it says it's known by the name mackerel pike. There you go. So there you go. So, so that yeah, gets us absolutely that gets right. us underwater. Yeah, it sure does. I say we go to that. Let's do it. Pacific soury. Fantastic. It is a member of the family Scumbrosociidae. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course it is. There you go. Um, and 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 uh, lucky for us, uh, it even has the scientific classifications on here. So it's got the kingdom, the phylum, the class order, family, genus, species. So, now, now, a very important question for you, Matt. When you were yeah. growing up as a young mm-hmm. lad, what was the mnemonic device that you were taught to learn about kingdom, phylum, class order, family, genus, species? Um, so my sixth grade science teacher, Mr. Beer, taught us that King Philip can order funny green socks. See, I, I have a slight variation on that, which was yeah. King Philip came over for great steaks. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> None of it makes sense, but I love it, it all. It, it, it's, a, it's a whimsical uh, uh, pedagogical device that we all enjoy. And and what is great about this is there are links to all kinds, so of many different things. different um, sea life in here, uh, copepods, krill, a- amphipods. I've never even heard of that. Zooplankton, anchovies. Um, so, and I mean, I'm not even far into the squid, tuna, marine mammals, predators. I Ooh, love it. predators. Yeah, predators, predators is very possible. very general though. That's going to be about all predators. Is, does it when you link hover over the link? Is it about uh, predation generally or like yes. aquatic predators? Okay, no, all it's right. all, all all of them. Because we are looking for a predator. Uh, the we are. Starfish. We are indeed. Um, and I'm looking to see if there's anything that like because the the starfish is a echinoderm, I believe. Echinoderm. Yeah. If I'm if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, and so I was hoping to see something related to that. That would be nice. Don't. Uh, although oh. there is a whole section of seafood down here at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Uh, does one eat a starfish at any point? Uh, I don't. But uh, famously, the the people of Japan uh, have a a much uh, more accepting palate than than my sad, very restrictive. Uh, uh, True. Um, there is a there is a link to Japanese seafood uh, down here. Yeah, I'm. I don't. I, I don't know. As well as fish of the Pacific Ocean, yeah. but it's a category link, so I don't know if that's going to. Well, and technically not a fish, right? So let's just be clear about that. I don't know if that matters or not, but it is technically not actually a fish. Um, okay. So what is an echinoderm then? It, it that's. I mean, an echinoderm is an echinoderm. I mean, that's that's. It's like the same level, I believe, as fish. Um, now I'm saying that, and then, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll figure out that I'm wrong. What I do see on here though, is, um, it's a class and kind of term is a class. So it's, uh, well, so it's, and, is it under the phylum chordata? That's a big phylum. Yes. That's- yes. Uh, no, 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 no. It wouldn't be chordata because chordata has a backbone and echinoderms do not have a back backbone, but what is linked on here are sea urchins. And sea Aha! urchins are absolutely echinoderms. Okay, in where, fact, when where I mouse you, over it, it tells me it is an echinoderm. Where where do you see 
urchins. This is, if you go down um, to the purple area of seafood and look at, uh, and all of a sudden I lost it. Oh, shellfish. And go all the way over and you will then see sea see? urchins. Look right at that. I like stations. it. Yeah. I like it. So I think that's I like the way it. to go. Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. Sea urchins. Sea oh, urchins. It took us to, oh, okay. Oh, okay. It's a very long page. It just took me to the as a food section of sea urchin. Gotcha. So this, yeah, this absolutely uh, links to echinoderms, but there may be uh, a a uh, a relationship that sea urchins have to starfish. So yes, well, starfish is linked on here too. I see starfish. Ooh, good. Um, but I wonder if if the particular starfish could be linked on this page somewhere. The crown of thorns starfish. The crown it's of thorns starfish. It, it's certainly possible. Let's. It's not, yeah, it's not impossible. Um, so yeah, it's phylum Echinodermata. So it's a phylum. So Echinoderm is a, is a phylum. Oh, good, good. I was worried. Oh, they, oh there's the est, Asteroidea, uh, the, um, at the same level as of the sea urchin. We've got, so uh, there, there's a uh, phylogenetic family tree uh, down okay. there, and Asteroidea okay. is pictured as the starfish or sea stars that are linked ah, there. Okay. Which would be the entire uh, family of, of critters, I would think. There you go. I see sand dollars on here as well. Sand dollars are always one of my favorites to collect at the, uh, at the oh, seashore. Yeah. If you could find a sand oh, yeah. dollar, it's Absolutely. always kind of cool. You know, I have to tell you a funny story about a, 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 star, a starfish. It's actually not that funny. It's <laughs> all right. Anyway. Can, um, can you do was, it in, in Rakugo style? I could. No, I can't because I can't kneel here. Um, but so when I, I used to go to the uh, Myrtle Beach when I was a kid, we're going to Myrtle Beach all the time and play in the in the surf, right? <laughs> and, you know, the waves. No, 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 no. So wait, hold on. Oh, wait. Oh, um, no. Is it- and uh, was always very excited to find different animal sea life and things like that. And uh, one time a, a wave broke over me and I looked on my arm and there's a starfish on my arm from the wave. Now, what I should have done was been like, oh my God, that's so cool. Look at that starfish. But instead I went, and threw it off my arm as quickly as I possibly could. And uh, regretted that uh, almost instantly. I could I I could see how it freaks out a a young lad. It it did, but it it was so cool. Like it could have been really cool. I could have looked at it. I could have, you know, learned more about it. And you know how long it takes to find a starfish? Like that's a difficult thing to do. I feel, I but away. I feel like, how old were you when this happened? Mm. Let's see, probably in the neighborhood of seven. I feel like maybe eight. I feel like fear is a natural response <laughs> to the unknown. Yeah, particularly for children. Yes, and that it True. takes time to develop the ability to respond with curiosity rather than fear. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think we should judge people if they're not at the same level that we are, including our past selves, for not yet having attained a level where we're more likely to respond with curiosity. Oh, rather than fear. I mean, let's be clear: if it happened today, I might react in exactly the same way. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying I've matured in any oh, way. Oh, well, okay. Well, then you're just a coward. Then that's. I'm just saying, well, coward is a strong word, but I, I feel like it I is. am. Uh, I feel like it is. It is surprising when something like that happens, and so sometimes without thinking. You immediately just say, "Get out of here." You know what I yeah. mean. And 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 let's let's take this as a life lesson, folks. When something surprising happens to you, instead of saying, "Get out of here," why not stop for a second and say, "What more can I learn about this?" Yeah. Or you know, sometimes 
don't go right to dismissing people with sarcastic remarks. Right. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Just, just, just like, what can I learn here? Uh, yeah. And, yeah. and by the way, tonight's yeah. today's episode is is brought to you by hypocrisy. Uh, <laughs> hypocrisy. Everybody's doing it. Um, everybody, everybody is doing it. It's true. Uh, All right. We are well, I, we are being sponsored by I, by by just generic concepts that don't have a product associated. Correct. With. Correct. Yeah. What's well, easiest to get their sponsorship? Um, it's true. They have a lot of money. I don't see anything else on here other than Starfish. I think Starfish is definitely going to be the way to go. I am in one hundred percent agreement with you. Perfect. Where's the well, Where's the best link for it? Um. Well, oh, Brittle Star is up here too. But uh, under range and habitat, I see starfish, I see crinoids, and I see brittle stars. And I think starfish is the one to go with. I totally agree. Starfish, it is. Let's do it. Let's do it. Starfish. All right, here we are. We didn't get to Star Wars, but we did get to starfish. Oh, that's right. That's close. That's pretty close. May the tide be with you. Eh, I don't like that as much. Yeah, let's not do it. Okay, we'll we'll edit that out. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I'm going to say it has to be on this page. I mean, there's just I no would, way that it's not going to be. I would think so. I'm scrolling uh, down to see if I see something that looks like a crown of thorns. Do you see? Oh, okay. I do. I, just see lists list of different types of starfish because that would be helpful. Maybe, but I, I'm I'm looking uh, at the pictures because I would I would oh. think with a name like Crown of Thorns. Sure. Aha! Speak of the devil. Or oh, you found it. The exact opposite. So if you <laughs> if you scroll down under threats, there is a beautiful picture of a red and purple uh, guy with a lot of spiky bits. Uh, oh. Warning coloration is the crown in the crown of thorns starfish. So there, there. it is. There it is, crown of thorn starfish, and uh, didn't even realize it was hyphenated, but it is indeed crown of thorn starfish. We have found it! Yay! That is that is fantastic. So yeah, um, and it uh, boy, it is a spiky devil right there. It really is. It really, truly is. It really, truly is. Really, truly, and for realsies. You should tell your your robot friend about this because I'm sure he'd be fascinated by it. You think he'd like this? Well, you know, I mean, I'm guessing as a robot, he doesn't get a lot of underwater time. That's true. So, he gets so very little, very little. So it's an opportunity to explore a new domain for him. Occasionally, though. Occasionally. Well, anyway, this, uh, yeah, this guy is going to be great for us to read a lot about um, the next time we do this. But Jethro, you know what? I I have what could be considered some bad news for our listeners or maybe oh, good no. news if, if they need a break from us. We're going to be uh, we're going to be taking another week off next week, guys. Oh man, do you, yeah. do you are you having a, a sequel with your robot friend? Yeah, yeah, we've got to go do whatever happens in the second one. I don't remember. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it, we've, we we apologize, folks. Um, life life has gotten us uh, in a in a bit of a a crazy place right now. So um, another another brief break. But hopefully after that, uh, we will be finishing out the rest of the season without any breaks, and hopefully also. Um, the, the, the voting has closed for the best of the Berg, um, um, readers poll. Uh, hopefully you went on there and voted for us for best podcast. If you did, thank you very much. If you didn't, um, that's okay. We still appreciate you listening. We still, and, um, we'll let you know as soon as we know if, uh, if, if we've placed at all or anything along those lines, it'd be kind of cool if we did, I think, but, um, who knows? Tough to, tough to say at this point. So. 
but yeah, so we'll be off again next week, but uh, we will be joining you um, the week after. Uh, so look for a new episode coming out on the 17th of May um, rather than rather than the 10th. And uh, yeah, but that's it. So Jethro, I'm going to, I'll miss you. I'll miss you next week, buddy. I will miss you. And Matt, before, before we go, I do have one thing to say. Uh, I am your father. No, that's impossible. Hey, everybody. Matt Hartman here again. Thanks so much for listening to Drunkard's Walk. A big thank you, of course, to Jesse Ali for our theme music and Nick Harmio for our artwork. And um, apologies again that we are going to be taking another week off next week. But don't worry, we will be joining you the week after and closing out the season uh, from that point on. So, um, yeah. We'll be back, and we hope you will be too. Uh, if you don't mind, give us a rating or review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to your podcasts. And hey, if you'd like to join our Patreon, you can do that as well. Head on over to patreon.com slash Podcast, and you can choose what level you would like and, um, yeah, help us out a little bit. We really appreciate it, and again, we appreciate you listening. Take care, everybody.